Hello there, and welcome to the life of an author. I'm David Patton, and this week, we're going to be talking about character perspective and understanding. Now, I'm not just talking about perspective as in first-person versus third-person narrative. I may get a little bit into that, but that's not the main part of this episode. What I'm going to be talking about is more of what does your character know? What do they understand in the world around them? Essentially separating your character knowledge from your narrator's knowledge. Which, in first-person narration, really isn't much of an issue, because your character is the narrator, and therefore has the same perspective. But for third-person narration, it becomes a little more complex, and it takes a little bit more detail to get everything worked out right. So I'm going to be going over a little bit about kind of the difference between an omniscient narrator versus a limited narrator, what goes into play with all that, separating the narrator from the character, at least for third-person perspective, and then how to keep the knowledge relevant to the story. And going along with that, understanding the character. And there are a few of these topics that I'm going to be hitting a few times, just because they are that important. But I'm going to try to keep it relatively in order. So to start out with, I'm really going to go into the understanding your character. Separating yourself from the character and making your character their own unique person, essentially. Part of that is the difference between your own personal knowledge and the character's knowledge. While we have the benefit of living in the modern society, with all sorts of resources available to us at the push of a button, the click of a mouse, your character may not have that, depending on what type of story you're writing. If you're writing science fiction, they probably will. They'll have just vast amounts of information available to them at their fingertips. But if you're writing kind of a medieval period fantasy, they won't. They may not have any information available to them. They may not even know how to read. And so that's one of the things you have to take into consideration when you're developing a character. What is their perspective on life? What type of information have they had access to? And part of that is going to deal with their background. If you have some young adult who is from a farming community, has never left his village, has spent all his time on a farm, growing plants, raising cattle, something like that, the chances of them being able to read are pretty slim. The chances of them knowing how to ride a horse are pretty slim. The chances of them knowing how to fight with a sword are practically next to none, unless you have a good logical explanation as to why. And part of that will deal with their upbringing. Okay, maybe they worked on a farm and they had an old plow horse that they also got to ride around as a kid. Okay, so now they know how to ride a horse. Maybe they had a parent from out of town who believed in the importance of reading and taught them how to read. Okay, so maybe your character can read. But these are all things to take into consideration when you're planning your character. If it's important that they are going to need to be able to read later in the story, there has to be some sort of logical 
explanation in their upbringing as to why they can if they are in a situation where, under normal circumstances, they couldn't. So that is one thing to keep in mind when you are fleshing out your character, starting that development. You want, you want to keep in mind what type of resources they would have had available to them. You can also pull some from your own experiences. You don't want to rely too heavily on this. You have to remember that the situation your character is in is not always the situation you have been in. You will need to separate yourself from your character when you are pulling from your experiences. But that first-hand knowledge can be a great experience to write into your story. If you know how to do something, even if your character doesn't know how to do something, you can still implement that into your story. And for an example of this, I'm going to use some of my background. I really like camping and hiking. Let's say I have this character who was born and raised in a city and knows absolutely nothing about the outside world, about living in the woods. And they are thrust into this big journey where they are going through this giant forest and they have to survive. So how do I put my personal experience into that character's experience? I can't have them all of a sudden an expert at woodcraft because they've never been outside the city. They don't have that background. But I can use what I know to show what the character doesn't know. I know that if you're going to start a fire to cook your food, you have to use dry wood. You don't want to use the stuff that's been sitting on the ground rotting, but you also don't want to cut stuff fresh off of a tree that's still green. Neither of those are going to burn very well. You want dead wood that is up off of the ground. And my character doesn't know this, so what can I do? They go to try to start a fire... They don't know what type of wood to get. They get all this half-rotted or wet wood, and they're trying to build a fire, and it doesn't work. It's a learning experience for the character based off of my own personal knowledge. And that is something you can do to show your character's limited understanding without saying outright that your character doesn't know something. And that's just one of the ways you can bring your own personal understanding into your character development. Another thing to think about when you're delving into character knowledge is what do they need to know? In the situation I was talking about before, they need to know how to build a fire and cook their food in the woods. They don't. And so I can use that as a chance for character growth. Either they're with someone who does know, and maybe my character has to overcome their reluctance and admit that they don't know enough, or possibly they're not with anybody, and my character has to rely on their own wits to try to figure this stuff out while they're in the middle of the situation. It could go either way, but that's just an example of being able to use limited character knowledge for the character development and growth. You also want to remember, when you're building the character's knowledge base for your story, when you're deciding what they know and what they don't know, you want to keep it relevant to the story. The character does not need to have all of the knowledge. They don't need to know everything. Depending on what type of narration you're using, the narrator might. If you're using a first-person narrative, 
it's pretty much reliant on what the character knows because the narrator is the character. But if you're doing a third-person narration, the narrator can be there to explain a lot of the things that the character is doing wrong to show that they don't actually have a clue what's going on. So going back to my example that I used before, the character doesn't know that they're grabbing the wrong type of wood and that it won't burn. But from the narrator perspective, I can point out that the character is grabbing green wood. They're grabbing rotted stuff that's been on the ground soaking up water. And so I can point that out before they ever get to build the fire so that the reader will know that the character is about to experience abysmal failure. And the character just hasn't grasped it yet that they're doing the wrong thing. So there's a few different ways you can go about separating the character's knowledge from what your narrator knows. And then you also want to remember that this is a story. You do have artistic liberty with it, so long as you're writing fiction. You've got that artistic liberty. You don't need to know everything. You don't need everything to be perfectly realistic, so long as you can have some semi-logical explanation of why a character knows something, it can work in the story. You don't want them to know everything, because then you really limit the chance for character growth. But you don't necessarily have to limit the character just by what realistically they would have in their situation. Overall, your end goal with creating this knowledge base for your character, what they know and don't know, what they understand and don't understand, the purpose of all this is to create a believable character. If you're writing a medieval period-ish story and your character is from a poor farming or fishing village or something like that, it's just not believable for them to have the same knowledge and understanding of the world as someone from a bigger city or from the nobility who would have tutors and teachers and just the chance for this education. In a sci-fi situation where the character has all this information at their fingertips, it wouldn't be believable for them to be completely clueless about the world around them. They would have that knowledge. News would be pushed in front of them constantly. They'd have access to the world events. They would know more about history. And to make them completely clueless as to the going-ons around the world would be unbelievable. So you want to base the character's knowledge on their situation, on their history and lifestyle, what type of situation they are in at the beginning of the story. You also want to kind of introduce how they can gain knowledge. Are they going to be a fast learner or a slow learner? That can come into play as part of your story and character development. Are they struggling with issues? Are they picking it up quickly in some areas but not learning it all in other areas? How is that affecting the story? Where are they learning this? If they're still stuck in that farming or fishing village or something, they probably aren't learning to read. If they're stuck in the middle of a city, they're probably not learning how to survive out in the wilderness. But if you introduce someone 
from the outside that can teach them, that can show them these things. You can give them that chance for knowledge. Throw the character outside of their comfortable environment and make them learn new things. You also want to, again, keep in mind how important it is to the story. You do want to keep it realistic. You will need to do your research. You will need to find out for yourself what it is you're trying to teach your character. If your character is going to be lost in the woods and needing to survive, read up on some survival manuals. Look into stories from people who have been there, who have done that. Find out what it takes. That way you know what your character will need to learn. You can make it more believable, more realistic, and you can just have that greater depth of understanding for what you're putting your characters through. You do want to be careful about adding too much detail, though, because that can bog down the story. Going back to my example of the city guy being put in the middle of the woods, I don't really need to bog down with the details of, oh, he's picking up this rotted branch. He cut a green limb. I can simply say that he was gathering wood that was still wet. And I can leave all the rest of the details to the reader because your reader may not be all that familiar or care all that much about woodland survival. They don't need to be bogged down with all the details. Just so long as you give enough information to keep the story moving. And then you also want to remember you do still have that artistic license. Not everything has to be perfect, so long as there's a reasonable explanation. And now for what I consider the most important part of building that character perspective. What is actually important to the story? Is it actually going to be used in the story? Does it help to push the narrative forward? Those are a couple of the really big questions that you have to ask yourself before throwing in information. Does it matter if your character can read or not? If it's never going to come up, why mention it? It's just going to bog the reader down with unnecessary details. Is your character ever going to find themselves stranded in the woods and needing to survive? If not, there's no need to bring that information into play, whether the character knows about it or not. You want to be able to keep the information relevant to the story. If you're bogging the reader down with a bunch of extra details that really don't do anything to further the story, it's going to break the reader's immersion in your story. They're going to lose interest, and they just won't keep reading it. You're just bogging them down with too many details. Does that information affect the plot? Can it be used as a plot point? If that's the case, good, it can be put in. But more often than not, a lot of the details really don't have an effect on the plot. They just don't matter. They don't do anything to further the character development, and they don't do anything to further the plot of the story. So they really just aren't needed. Can it be used as some sort of trial for the character, or is it a, an objective that the character can be leaning towards? 
If so, then yes, that's great information to put into the story. But if not, it really doesn't need mentioned. Your character's knowledge at that point just isn't going to come into play. The information is not needed. And then, is this knowledge realistic? First of all, is it realistic for your character to have this knowledge or to be able to get this knowledge? And then, is the knowledge itself accurate? Is it reliable? Is it realistic? Again, you don't want to bog down with tons of details here. Just enough to convey the idea behind what you're trying to say. Going along with that, what do you leave out of your story? And this can be anything that is bogging down the narrative. Any type of unnecessary detail. If the character's about to get on a horse, I don't need to go into too much detail about all the straps and buckles on the saddle or on the halter, bridle, anything like that. That's unnecessary detail. That can be left out. It needs to focus on the plot or the character. If it's not doing anything to further one of those two things, it is not important to the story, and it is a detail that can be left out or skimmed over. You can also leave out any assumed abilities. In a sci-fi situation, you can leave out that the character knows how to read, they're familiar with technology. Because in that situation, it's assumed they are going to be familiar with technology. They're going to have an understanding of the world around them. It's not something you need to tell to the audience, because they already know. If you're going in with a fantasy setting, you've got a kid from a fishing village, you don't have to tell people that they know how to fish. They're from a fishing village, they grew up there their whole life, it's assumed they know that lifestyle, that they know how to fish, that they know a little bit about living off of the land. It's not something you need to tell the reader, it's something that they can infer just from the backstory and the setting. It's also important to think about what is an immediate concern or what is going to be foreshadowed. If it's not an immediate concern for the plot or the character, it can generally be left out. Absolutely no detail required. It doesn't really matter whether my character from the fishing village has ever shot a bow and arrow, gone hunting, anything like that. Unless I'm going to be foreshadowing. What can I do to show that they may have that knowledge that's just not brought up? You can throw in a scene where they are doing something, they are practicing, show their daily life. That way, when it comes time to use that information, such as this character from the fishing village has gone on this journey, they're trying to hunt for survival, it doesn't come up all of a sudden that, oh yeah, by the way, this character knows how to use a bow and arrow. He can hunt. But instead, you've shown beforehand that this character has this knowledge, has this understanding. And you can use that later in the story to further the plot, to keep the narrative going. So that is one thing you need to remember when you are looking at what gets left out of your story, is not just, is it important in the now, but is it going to be important later in the story? If the answer is no to both of those, then definitely leave the information out, 
the reader doesn't need to know. What I'm hoping you're taking away from this episode isn't me giving specific instructions on what to leave in your story versus what to cut out, but that general impression that you need to be leaving a trail for your reader to follow, not a paved road. You don't want to show them everything and have everything taken care of. It's a trail the reader needs to be able to find their own way through the story. If you're putting in all this extra detail, the reader has nothing to imagine, and they can't get into the story as well. You're adding too much, but you need to leave that trail. You can't leave the reader alone in the wilderness wondering, well, what in the world is going on now? You need to leave that small path Guide them along it, but let the reader discover. You do want to let your audience know what's going on. The most important part of this episode wasn't what you should put into your story, but what you should leave out. Yes, your character needs to have a believable skill set and knowledge for whatever setting and time period you're building your story. They also should have opportunities to learn and grow. That's starting to get more into the character development more than character creation, but they should have that opportunity to learn. The character does not need to know everything. They don't need to have all the knowledge available that the narrator will have. What your character does know and doesn't know is going to be situational. What is that character's history? What is their backstory? What would they have the opportunity to understand? And while you may spend a lot of time building and creating this character profile and understanding their life situation and what skills they have, what knowledge they have, you also need to remember that the vast majority of that information isn't going to make it into the story. It's not pertinent to the narrative. It doesn't help with character growth or development. And while it can be important for you as the author to know, it's perfectly acceptable to cut out some of those details. You don't need to give the reader everything. Give the reader a trail to follow and let them find their way. Thank you for listening to The Life of an Author. I'm David Patton, and I'll see you next week.